In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from James chapter 2, verses 8 through 13, where I'll ask the question, how do Christians relate to the law? James chapter 2, verses 8 through 13 says, If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for it all. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not murder. If you do not commit adultery but do murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and so act as those who are to be judged under the law of liberty. For judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. One of the challenges for any Christian is how to reconcile the Old Testament laws and the various commands that are given there with their life as a new creation. How do you reconcile all the commands of the Old Testament with the freedom that we have in Christ Jesus, who has fulfilled the law for his people? Well, this is a challenging thing, and it was challenging even in the early church. So James gives some explanation on how one ought to deal with the commands of the law, in particular, how we should relate to the fact that no one is able to rightly fulfill all the commands that are there in the Old Testament. So here are three thoughts from James chapter 2, verses 8 through 13, answering the question, how do Christians relate to the law? Thought number one, love your neighbor. James starts by saying, love your neighbor. And we all know the rule, love your neighbor. You're supposed to love your neighbor as yourself. This is an Old Testament command. Jesus reiterates this command again. This is the baseline expectation for how one person deals with another. You are to love your neighbor and treat them as well as you treat yourself. And that's particularly significant in James' day because he was talking about the sin of partiality. And he says that if you show partiality, meaning if you say that one person is of greater value than another, then you have violated this command to love your neighbor as yourself. And as it relates to the nature of the law, what we see here is that the moral commands given in the law are reiterated again in the New Testament by Christ. So this standard of loving your neighbor continues on. It's something that we, who are under grace rather than law, must still follow and recognize that we are unable to do as well as we should. That inability doesn't absolve us. It's only by virtue of Christ's sacrifice that we are absolved from the sin. But because of thankfulness, we still seek to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Thought number two, all or nothing. James points out that if you violate one portion of the law, you have violated all of the law. So it doesn't matter if you never committed adultery, if you have in fact committed murder. If you've done one violation of the law, you have violated the whole thing. And this makes sense if you recognize the holiness of God. So if God is the almighty, holy creator of the universe and you have violated at any point, any of his commands, then you have broken all of the law that he has given to us. And we recognize that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We recognize that by our very nature, we are transgressors against God. 
And this is the tragedy of those who would seek to go back and try and earn their salvation by adherence to the law because they've already violated it. They've already broken the Lord's commands. So there is no hope in obedience to those commands. There's only hope in Christ's ultimate fulfillment of the law and his righteousness being applied to us. You see, the law is all or nothing. And if you violate it at one point, you have broken all of it. Thought number three, law of liberty. James talks about this law of liberty. And the idea of the law of liberty is this, that under the Old Testament law, you are default condemned because we recognize that we have all sinned. We have all violated God's good commands. And it doesn't take long or much self-reflection to realize that we are liars, that we are murderers, that we are cheaters. We are all of those things. But this isn't a reason to despair because we also recognize that Christ has fulfilled all of the law and has instated this law of liberty. So now, where once we were confined by the commands of the law, we are now given liberty to do that which is good in Christ Jesus. And our only hope of reconciliation is through Christ, recognizing that he has fulfilled the law for us. So how do Christians relate to the law? We see in the law the perfect standard of God's holiness and our inability to fulfill it. We also see the beauty of Christ Jesus, how he was able and in fact did perfectly fulfill the law and that his righteousness has been imputed to us, that he has taken on our guilt in his death and that we have been made righteous and holy by faith in him. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of James chapters 1 through 3. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.